Hello, sports fans. Thank you for joining me here on Sportsbox today. And today we have my second podcast on my NFL mock draft. If you haven't heard the first one, I would go ahead and hear it. It is the first 10 picks. So today we will be discussing picks 11 through 21. And then tomorrow, hopefully, or Tuesday, I will be doing picks 22 through 32. But anyway, let's get right into it. I do want to mention if you are just going to listen to this one, you haven't heard the other one. There are no trades in this mock draft. Obviously, I do expect trades to happen. I'm just going to have every team keep their own pick. Well, I might discuss a team that could possibly trade out of their pick. I'm not going to do any trades. Anyway, let's get right into it. And that's starting with the New York Jets. I think the New York Jets just straight out need a playmaker in an elite deep threat. And that is C.D. Lamb. I mean, look, C.D. Lamb, personally, is, I don't think he's the best receiver. But I do think he's the best deep threat receiver in this NFL draft. And I think that... Having him with a Le'Veon Bell type would ease off the pain from Le'Veon Bell or ease off ease off the stress because, look, Le'Veon Bell did not have a great year, but at the same time, there was no receiving core. The offensive line was very shaky, so I, I, I can understand. So, but now if you add in C.D. Lamb, you add that deep threat, maybe Le'Veon Bell might get 1,000 yards this year, and he'll be a lot more comfortable in his position. Also, this allows Sam Donald to take that next step. Obviously, Sam Donald in USC was a great throwing quarterback or deep Great deep throwing quarterback, and hopefully he can show that in his second year. With the 12th pick, and I love this one. I th- I have the Las Vegas Raiders taking Jerry Judy, and I love this guy already. I mean, I, I-, I watched him, and th- everything that he does reminds me of Amari Cooper. Look, and that's not just coming from me as a Cowboys fan because I love Amari Cooper, but the fact is, look, Jerry Judy is almost identical to Amari Cooper in his play style. I mean, they're both amazing route runners, it's which what is what really separates Jerry Judy from the rest. He's an amazing route runner. He, he has amazing jukes, and he's not the fastest guy in this draft, but when he needs to be fast, he can, he can, break, he can bring out the Jets and just go full speed. So I, I, I think Jerry Judy is the perfect fit for the Oakland Raiders and what they've been needing. Uh, but yes, he reminds me of Amari Cooper, and his cutting is amazing with his hips, and they're allowed to open. He, he's a great cutter and a great route runner. Anyway, with the 13th pick, I have the San Francisco 49ers taking another Alabama receiver, and that is Henry Ruggs. Now, I thought about this one for a while because I said, you know, maybe they could go with a defensive lineman since they just lost one to the trade, obviously, with Indianapolis. But I said, you know what? Henry Ruggs is perfect for Kyle Shanahan. And I, I, I do want to say if he if if uh, Henry Ruggs develops into who he can truly be he is going to be elite he is going to be that next Tyree kill I mean he's he's close to it because I mean I'm telling you the man's speed is insane you could just search up Henry Ruggs you could see there was about 500 clips of him just extremely burning cornerbacks play by play and I mean he's he's an exceptional talent and I really think that he's going to make the difference for the San Francisco offense you know, hopefully he could. He, he has great hands. Obviously, the problem is he's going to be playing against some big corners, so we're going to see how he's able to do that. But I don't think he would have such a big problem. Anyway, I do like the pick for Henry Ruggs. Now, with the 14th pick, the Buccaneers. I mean, the Buccaneers just brought in six-time Super Bowl champion, greatest of all time, Tom Brady. So what do they need? They need to protect him, and that's why they go with Andrew Thomas, uh, offensive lineman out of Georgia. He's a big physical guy. He can can play on the right or left. Um, He has amazing footwork, which allows him to open up his hips, take out those outside defenders. 
I could see him really going into the left tackle slot. I, I do think that they need that blind side, and he'd be probably a big impact for that left tackle position. Um, he has big hit. He, he's big. He's he, good use of hands, allowing to direct defensive ends. I do think this would be a great pickup for the Buccaneers. Now, at the 15th pick, now this one's interesting because this is really a team, the Broncos, who can go with anything, and I think they'd be good. Now, I think if a receiver were to drop to them, instantly take a receiver, like a Henry Ruggs. But I think they're going to go defense. And the reason why is because Javon Kinlaw, I mean, this guy is an absolute freak of nature. I mean, he can bulldoze offensive linemen like it's nothing. And imagine him lining up with Bradley Chubb on one side and Von Miller on the other. Yeah, I wouldn't want to face that either. I mean, th this would be an insane defensive line if they really were able to get J Javon Kinlaw. He... He doesn't get sacks, but like I said, interior rushers don't get sacks. The more thing is how do they cause havoc, and he does an amazing job at that. So I would definitely keep an eye on Javon Kinlaw, and that's why I have him going to the Denver Broncos. Now with the 16th pick, look, I don't know why this guy is not mentioned more. I, I don't know if I'm seeing something a lot of people aren't, but Xavier McKinney is a beast. I mean, he is an absolute amazing Ball hawk safety that has a, an amazing football IQ, great play recognition, has he's it, it, great in coverage, but at the same time, he can knock out a running back that's about two times bigger than him, and he's going to be fine. So I, I don't know why this guy is not mentioned more, uh, but Xavier McKinney, I, I predict that he will be drafted by the Atlanta Falcons at 16. I just can't see them passing up on this opportunity. Look, they could take Clavon Chase on. They could take a few other guys, but I don't see them passing up on the chance to get to improve that secondary where they thought Keanu Neal was it. He, he had injuries. He hasn't really done much in the past few years. But, I mean, you get this guy, he's, he's going to be an instant superstar, I think. And I really do think that Xavier McKinney is going to have a great uh, career in the NFL. Now, talk about Clavon Chason. With the 17th pick, the Dallas Cowboys select Clavon Chason, a defensive end linebacker out of um, LSU. Now, let me tell you, I, everyone that I've named, just go watch YouTube highlights on these, really. I mean, they are so exciting to watch, really. I truly. I mean, everyone that I've named in this podcast, just go watch highlights on them. They are so entertaining. Clavon Chason is, he disrupts an offense and has such a huge impact on his defense. Look, he only had 6.5 sacks and 13.5 tackles for loss, which you're saying, you know, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, but the other thing is the sacks, I don't think, define this player. And that's that's with a few players even in the NFL. Sacks don't define who they are. That he's able to disrupt the offense. He's causing, you know, he's causing he's causing interceptions, fumbles, you know, miscues, bad passes, turnovers, everything basically. And I, I think that is what the Cowboys need. Well, yes, they do need sacks to come in because they've really struggled in the past years with, you know, producing sacks and, you know, getting turnovers. But I think you get Clavon Chase on. He is that guy that can answer all those questions they've been at asking for the past few years. Now, at the 18th pick, and I know this guy dropped a lot, and I don't I don't know if anyone really was, you know, if anyone was like, oh, shoot, you know, Tristan Wolfs, Wolfs is still there. I know I, I was a little shocked that he dropped too on personally my mock draft, but I said, you know, the, the offensive line that I selected personally went to that team because that kind of fits their scheme. That's what they were kind of looking for. I don't think Tristan Wirfs is a bad offensive lineman. He's definitely up there with those guys. Um, but he just unfortunately fell because a lot of the other teams didn't really need offensive linemen. But anyway, about Tristan Wirfs. I mean, the, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's good in run blocking. He's good in pass blocking. 
He has he's able to use his hands to his advantage. He's able to push out defensive ends. He's a big guy. He's six five. Um, and I I think this is what you need. And obviously you just got Justin Herbert, so you're gonna need to protect that young quarterback. Uh, so I I do think that Tristan Wirfs is the way to go. An offensive line would be the smart move for Miami. Now with the 19th pick is the Oakland Raiders. Sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. Now look, the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, they play in a division where they got. Mike, uh, they got, you know, the Chargers, they got, um, they got uh, Keenan Allen, they got Mike Williams, who's, you know, turned out to be kind of a good, uh, good, solid player for them. Uh, Cortland Sutton with the Broncos, and then you got like uh, Tyree Kill, and you got like um, McCole Hardman for, and a, obviously a Travis Kelsey for the Kansas State Chiefs. So everyone has threats, and they need a corner. <laughs> so that's why I have them taking A.J. Terrell. Now, A.J. Terrell, I, I, look, this guy has the eyes, he has an amazing eyes. I mean, he can read even the best quarterbacks in college football right now, and he can pick them off. I mean, he is ex- he is ex- he's an exceptional talent. He's lengthy, which allows him to, you know, make those better plays. You know, he can jump up there and get those balls that are, you know, contested. I do think that A.J. Terrell will be a good corner in this league, um, and he's a, also a huge hitter. I mean, a lot of these guys this year can just absolutely obliterate an offensive player, which, you know, you love to see, right? So I think I think Oakland should be, you know, looking at this guy, and I think they will personally select A.J. Terrell. With the 20th pick, now this is another team that could really go anywhere, and I think they're going to go with the receiver position. I have the Jaguars selecting Justin Jefferson, receiver out of LSU. Obviously, they just got D.J. Chark last year out of LSU, but I think they can add another receiver. Look, they already selected C.J. Henderson, who helps out their secondary, and now they can get um, a receiver. Obviously, they could have gone offensive line, and that's a team I do want to mention that if Tristan Wirfs or any offensive lineman drop, I would just say I wouldn't be shocked if they maybe try to get a trade with the Broncos, if they could maybe, because the Broncos, personally, I think they can go back a little and still get a player that they find of value. So I think that Justin Jefferson would be the best option right now for the Jaguars. Obviously, there's not an offensive lineman really left on the board in the first round, at least. So they get a, a, a go up and get their guy who can make those great plays, has great hands. And could, like I said, could turn on the Jets when he needs it. He's able to, you know, when he gets the ball, he can use his breakaway speed to, you know, score touchdowns. And they need depth in that receiver position anyway. So I think it's the perfect fit. And with the last, oh, with the last pick in this mock, or in the last pick in this podcast for the mock draft, I have the Philadelphia Eagles taking Kenneth Murray. Now, like I said, with a few of these teams, there are there, there's quite a few teams that could take a decent amount of positions. There's a few teams that are like, you know, they got to get this people, these these uh, players. But I think the Eagles could really go in any direction. But I think the smartest direction would be going into the linebackers. And I think that's why they get Kenneth Murray. Now, Kenneth Murray isn't the highest on the board, but I think he's the best on the board. You know, he, he's not rated the highest, but I think he personally is the best. He's 6'2". He's an absolute he's, – he's a great playmaker. He, he has great play recognition. And that's exactly what they need, especially in a division where there's going to be a lot of upcoming stars, especially on offense. You have the, uh, you still have, you know, you have the Giants. They have a few assets. You know, they have a few guys. They have Saquon Barkley, who's an absolute, probably one of the best running backs in the NFL. Washington, you know, they're, they're pretty bad. And you got the Cowboys, who have a few playmakers on that offense, too, like an Ezekiel Elliott and Mark Cooper. So there's quite a few playmakers, and they need a guy on defense that is able to try to stop them. So I think that Kenneth Murray is the perfect option. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I am your host, Jude, and I will see you guys hopefully tomorrow. If not, then maybe Tuesday, but I am going to see you guys sooner or later, and I will be posting my final predictions of pick 22, pick 
between 32. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jude, signing off. Peace.